Hey folks, again, this is No Picks Here Dark Podcast, host Aaron Dante. We have an amazing show for you today. We have an amazing person coming on that can just going to drop jewels and gems. We always talk about branding, marketing, all that good stuff about how can I get my Instagram page looking great for small businesses. That's the biggest complaint for small businesses. How do I get my page looking great? Well, we have somebody here for you to talk a little bit about that. We'll be right back after these messages. No Picks After Dark is sponsored by Snug Books, an independent bookstore serving Northeast Baltimore and beyond. In addition to featuring new books for all ages, the store also carries cards, stationery, gifts, games, and more. Visit snugbooks.com to shop online, learn more about the store, read our latest newsletter, and find a calendar of events, or come browse the store in person. Snug Books is located at 4717 Harford Road, next to Zeke's Coffee in Hamilton, Laurelville. There is free parking behind the store and open hours are Tuesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Welcome to the No Picks of the Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. I told you guys we got some heavy hitters coming to the show today. And I'm so excited to have this person on. She is doing amazing things. I first noticed her doing some big things in the social media space. I'm like, I got to find out who she is. And I investigate a little bit more on social media. I'm like, yeah, I got to have her on the show. And luckily, after three or four months, finally we have her here. So without further ado, Ms. Lauren, how are you doing today? Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Thanks for coming up, hanging out with the studio for a little bit and just chit-chatting. Yeah, I mean, I needed a break on my Friday. Ah. Get out of this rainy weather. It is, right? It's dreary yeah, out here. I know. So... Laura, tell people about your, your company, what you do, what you got going on. Yeah, so I run um, social media for mostly small businesses in the Baltimore area. And basically, we'll help them with content creation, setting up a system. You know, a lot of times I start with a business and they really have no system of how they're posting. It's like, how do you post? We just take a picture and we're posting in real time. So we get them. Um, well, really, it's just me. I get them set up with a whole process of running their social media and, you know, posting on Instagram, Facebook. Um, how can we reach their target audience and just make it more exciting and tell their story? Because that's really what social media is. It's really telling their brand story. Well, we'll again, we'll get into your company because you're doing amazing things. Thank you. But what I do is I always get people to learn a little bit more about you, who you are. Yeah, now let's talk about, are you from Maryland? I am. I am from, born and raised in Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> I mean, never thought I'd be back here. What about, you're from here too, right? I am from here. I yeah. am from here. I, I moved, okay. so I moved and hopped around a lot when I was mm-hmm. younger. Uh, dad had a job with universities and whatnot, but I always came every summer in Baltimore. And then if I would have probably ended up going to school, it probably would have been either like um, McDonough or St. Paul, one of those mm-hmm. schools, because um, I was testing to go to, the Brem, not Bremar, but um, Boys Latin, and looking at all the schools. So I would have stayed here, but I ended up going to high school in upstate New York, and then I ended up going to Syracuse University following that. Oh, and the then cold I came back. Winters. Oh, you know, oof, it snows in May <laughs> in Syracuse. Yeah. Yes, it snows there in May. Did you end up going to college here in Baltimore, or? Did you- no. So I went to Muhlenberg, which probably no one has heard of. It's a very small school in Allentown, PA. Um, not much to do there. I feel like we spent our weekends drinking. <laughs> but you know what? I made a lot of really good friends. I played field hockey there. That was kind of one of my reasons for going there. And um, where did I move? I moved to D.C. actually after college. 
And then I went to Chicago, talk about cold winters. I did three winters there and was like, I have to leave. Um, so then I went to Australia for a year and then I moved back here. So I've been here for almost eight years. Just, yeah. You travel the world though. I, I mean, I love to travel. So that was, that's actually one of the reasons I wanted to start this business is kind of have that freedom to really do a job really anywhere that you, you know, if I want to go to the beach for a week or, you know, I want to book a flight to California or go to Europe for two weeks, then I can do that and still run my business. I love that. I yeah. love that. What is one of your favorite childhood memories of growing up in Baltimore? Gosh, that's a good question. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me think for a second. Um, I feel like the 4th of July is like always big here. Like I remember watching like fireworks on Federal Hill um, or going to like a family party in the city somewhere. And it's just, I feel like it's just that community that you see, like everyone's out on that day. I mean, that's definitely like summer memories. I feel like in Baltimore are like some yeah. of my favorites. I don't know about you, but like you said, you used to come here in the summer. Summer. I mean, yeah. I, I, the, the, my favorite Baltimore memory for the summertime is a couple things. I love eating crabs. Yes. 100%. I love sitting with the family. And the reason why I like that is because your hands are dirty. And this thing right here we have in our hands is down. Yeah. So that means conversation's back. We're going to talk with each other, learn each other, learn with each other. You're not going to be picking up no hot, no nasty You're... fingers on our phone. <laughs> and then it stings your eye or something like that. No. That's not going to happen. So that was one of my favorite memories. And then there's this basketball court. Uh, and I was losing. I can't think of it right now. It's over by Drill Hill Park right now. Drill Hill Park. And everybody used to play basketball there at nighttime. And I can't think of the name of it right now. It's on the tip of my tongue. But we, my cousins and I would go there at 1 a.m. in the morning. And it'd be a oh full God, so court funny. of guys playing hoops, women and men. At 1 a.m.? At 1 a.m. Because you, you so know it's Baltimore summer is too hot. That's true. You're not yeah. going to be out <laughs> at 6, 7 o'clock. It's too hot. <laughs> Anytime in the summertime, so the humidity is disgusting. But the court was packed at 1 o'clock in the morning. And you'd be hooping until like two or three o'clock, and it was like safe. Like it wasn't no, and you didn't worry about anything else because everybody wanted to play basketball, have fun. Yeah. So those are some of my good memories of growing up coming here in Baltimore summertime. So that was thanks. You brought me back. Look, you're interviewing yeah, me here. I love this. I feel this. like I'm interviewing you now. It's all I good. know. We're going to just get you branded on this too. No, I love it. I love it. I might, I might have to hire you. Uh oh. Um, I mean, hey, I, I might be taking on more clients. We'll see. We'll see. I love it. I love it. So, what made you want to move back to Baltimore? You've lived in Chicago, the windy city, which is yeah. beautiful in the summertime, but cold as hell in the wintertime. I hated it. I mean, <laughs> that's what it is. D.C., D.C. is D.C. Next door. I call mm -hmm. our, our neighbors down the street. Australia, I mean, enough said about that. Did you miss home? Or did you say, you know what, I want to start a business here or I want to... I want to get my roots here. Is that what made you want to come back? Well, my visa expired in Australia. Okay. So. Well. so unfortunately, I had to leave um, and really needed a home base. I mean, in all honesty, I was dating an Australian and it was a breakup too. So I was like, okay, where am I going to land? Um, hey, mom, I'm going to move back home with you guys, which was actually not my first choice. I literally was like, emailing my old boss like hey is my job still available <laughs> in Chicago I was actually going to try and move back there but um she was like I literally just filled your old job again two weeks ago so that was just not an option so you know I, was, I just thought hey let me move back home for a little bit get my feet on the ground um let me recover from this breakup and then um yeah basically you know it's like I had to get like a bank account set up again I had to figure out where I'm gonna live I had to get a job I literally got off a plane with like three bags and I'm 
homeless, single, <laughs> where am I living, where am I working, um, that was really what brought me back here. And I kind of have just been like, let me really grow my career now. Like this is, I'm in my 30s, let me do something with, you know, your 20s are messy. Where do I see myself though in my future? And that's kind of been my path, I guess, since being back in Baltimore. I love that. I love that. So my thought is, how did you get into the social media scene? Like, how did that even happen? Like, where did that come from? Yeah, that's so crazy. I feel like it just kind of like was not intentional. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Um, I mean, do you remember when Instagram came out? It was like, what? I feel like it was 20... 2015 yeah, I keep thinking it was, it was it was not that long ago yeah it hasn't even been maybe it's actually I want to say I researched this re- recently and I think it was 2011 yeah it but wasn't I, that long it's not that old though it's not that old um but I remember when it first came out it was like taking pictures and which I love to do um and no one really understood the concept for a while like businesses weren't using it it was really just like a storytelling like I said shareable type of app like let me share with whoever what I'm doing kind of thing mm-hmm. um, just through pictures which I love like Facebook was like updating your status with words and where Instagram was with photos and I remember I just kind of got hooked on that um, like I would be on trips or just like out with friends and we would just take like fun pictures and put like the cool filters on it so I guess fast forward, you know, I obviously use social media. I was away in Australia for a year. That was my way of kind of connecting with everyone back home. Um, when I stepped into, it was my last full-time job and they needed, you know, someone to manage the social media that really got the brand. And I just really stepped into that role and kind of, it was, like I said, not very intentional. It was like, hey, I think I can do this, guys. Let me just take a shot at it. And it really just became more of a fun thing for me at the time, like a fun part of the job, but I I just really got it. And I kind of think it's one of those things you either are gonna really understand it or you're gonna hire someone who does. That's really the, I think the, what's the word? I can't even think of what I'm trying to get at right now. No, but you either have it or you don't have it. That's, yeah. how, that's how I look at social media. It's a creative mind yeah. and not everyone thinks that way. It's the same way like I just never got accounting like they and I remember the the professor was like you're either gonna get this or you're not and I was like yeah I'm not gonna get this I feel you <laughs> I feel you on that no that's always interesting because I I'm about to say my age I'm 42 and so you don't I, look at so oh uh, my god I feel like it this week right now though but honestly like I was like around when it was MySpace was a jam and MySpace yeah. had the wall and now you can play music on that joint and MySpace was just the jam like it was a different level and then my sister left and that's when facebook came in and i mm-hmm. remember a lot of my, my sister was still in college and she had facebook but i couldn't get facebook because it started off in college yeah and then it expanded to there and then i was like what is this thing and i was like uh eh. and so i was late getting on instagram too because i was like i'm too old for this i don't have time yeah. i don't have and now look where we are now we're here doing all this different things and there's tiktok now it's oh. like so many things yeah there's a lot but um yeah, so I was be- really the pandemic actually is what started. I feel like my business. Um, I was on unemployment. I mean, I was working at a restaurant that was closed, right. as I'm sure so many people were on unemployment. And I reached out to this brand and was just like, "Hey, does anyone run your social media?" We were actually trying to get them into the restaurant, and 
they were like, actually, we do have someone running it, but things can always change. Um, you know, showed them the social media I worked with currently. And they got back to me, I want to say like a month later, and were like, hey, actually, we're kind of interested in having a conversation. And I really just pitched to them, like, this is what I do. I mean, everything I've learned from social media has been from experience. Like, I didn't go to college and take an Instagram class or take how to run social media. It was just coming out when I was in college, which is dating me too. Um, But we really just had Facebook when I was in college and like nobody was teaching that in, I was a business major. We were learning about more of like the advertising side of marketing. Um, So yeah, it was really just all self-taught and through experience and trial and error. And I still am kind of doing that. I'm like, if this isn't working, like, let's get creative and see, like, what else might work. So what we'll do is hold that thought because we're going to talk about your company. We're going to talk about how it got started, like, like the branding, all, branding 101. The people, we're, she might give you some free game out here today, folks, about a little bit about how to do certain things because I think it's very important that you hear this, Carlos, because a lot of us elder millennials don't really know what we're doing with business and, like, I see so many businesses fail on the social media area, and I think it's very important. And so I'm thankful that you're coming on today. We're we'll talk a little bit about that and talk about your company because it's your show. We'll talk about how people can reach out to you. All right, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Get a sip of the rye. When you give to United Way, your gift could be the first spark of something bigger. It can help someone find, interview for, and get hired for a job and provide follow-up services for success. It can break down educational barriers and give that extra help to a struggling student within school support programs. Give today. Spark something bigger. The No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there's something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, online ordering, carryout, and they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Hartford Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m. Or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com and you too can be fueled by Zeke's. We are back with Miss Lauren and thank you so much for coming into the No Pixel Dark podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is fun. No, you're dropping yeah. jewels and gems like I already knew what's going to happen. And you're educating myself. I'm actually taking notes in between when we had to break. Oh, you know, thank you so notes. much. It's, it's okay. I'll give them to you for free. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I got to do a little quick housekeeping just so you guys know. Shout out to Sagamore Rye, Sagamore Spirits for the sponsorship, the partnership right behind me. Also, shout out to Zeke's Coffee. Thank you guys so much, Zeke's. For giving this to for the coffee to keep me wide awake, so I thank you guys so much. Um, United Way Central, United Way Central Maryland, thank you guys for partnering Snug Books. That's where I get my books all the time. So thank you guys. So I want to do a couple of housekeeping real quick to just give you guys a shout out. So Lauren, we're back to you. We're going to talk about branding. 
101, your company. Yes. So the first company you work with, what happens? What how, happens? Yeah, what happens? How do you feel? Oh gosh, You're yeah. nervous. It's the pandemic. What goes? Yeah. What, what happens? Yeah. Um, it was so crazy. I feel like I kind of just like took it on. Wasn't really nervous. Um, I it was. I mean, it's a drink brand that I was working with, and they. I really just kind of like I said spoke to my experience. Um, I was like, you know, we've got to get more of that FOMO effect on the brand. You know, you go on Instagram and you see people doing fun things, and that's how you get people to like your photos, to follow you. They're like, oh my god, I wish I was doing that. So we really, you know, had to speak more on that side. It was just a little dry. Mm-hmm. If I had to, I guess, speak to what it was. Um, I was like, we need to make it more fun. You know, get people, you know, drinking the beverage, having fun, get some video content on there. People love seeing that. And we really just stepped it up a notch. I did a full branded photo shoot with them. And then actually we did a few photo shoots. What I loved about that brand actually is they – are national and so we did a shoot obviously here first um they're actually i think they're in baltimore now and then we did a shoot in miami which was so fun they're actually in florida now and then we did ocean city and maybe and then we did philly so i did four shoots Mm. all different cities that was probably one of like my favorite brands to work with just because like i said i love to travel and it was just fun to kind of get that like different city feel um, for that brand. And it, we grew their following over 500% within a year. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, which the number one thing that I was doing, I mean, I was literally, that was the only thing I was doing dur- during the pandemic because I was unemployed. Um, I was sitting on their Instagram and just scrolling and talking to people all day, which you know, you need someone to engage with your following. That's how you're going to connect with people and get people to like your content, to buy your product ultimately. So that's kind of what I speak to now with companies is, you know, are you engaging with your clients and coming up with that engaging content? I like that because so do you provide a photo person? Do you provide all that for them? Is that part of the package? Say for instance, like, all right, I'm looking, you look at a company like, oh, this is dry. We need to get yeah. this. We need to get the eyes on it. Do you say, hey, I have a photographer. We can come here. You give them a whole plan of I'll be at the place tonight or we'll do something, a photo shoot. Because I have saw you mm-hmm. do some cool ones when you were actually doing some stuff at the stadium. I think. Oh, yeah. We did a shoot there. Yeah. And I um, thought it was really dope that you were we doing really it. We really can't talk about that, though. But that's fine. No, we don't got to talk about it. I'm talking about in general, though. Like, in general. Yeah. Like, that's just some of the work you've done. Yeah. Um, That I thought was really dope. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, cool. and I remember the Ocean City one too. Because I was mm-hmm. watching, following your page. Yeah. And I was like, this is really, she's really on it. And yeah. this is really, really cool what you're doing. So, like, mm-hmm. where do you get this, like, creative inspiration from? Where does this, creat- where does this creativity come from? Um, Gosh, that's a really good question. I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm a Pisces, and people say we're creative thinkers, Um, you know, that we have that artistic kind of side to us. So, I just, I think I love, like, coming up with just cool things that people are going to want to see. I don't know. I mean, I honestly wish I knew where some of my creative things came from. Like, I will literally think of these things. Like, I'll be in bed and be like, oh, my God, this is a cool idea for this brand. And, like, you should see the notes section of my phone. It's literally, like, crazy ideas I come up with. Um, It's either from sometimes, like, watching TV shows. I'll think of something. Or traveling. 
like that's where I get a lot of inspiration. Like I'll be in a different city and I'm like, oh my God, we should have this in Baltimore Mm. or, you know, I've lived in so many other cities too. I feel like I came up with a lot of that stuff, like just from my experiences, like in life. I love that because people always ask me, how do I get my creative Zen? I actually come in here. I play Mm -hmm. jazz music, jazz music does sit in the dark. And I I sit here and just look like I look at these paintings. I'm like, what's going on? And it just sits here. I soak it all in. Because, you know, we it's funny, we had an off-camera discussion. And yeah. um, he was, me and G were talking. He was like, how do you do it? How do you balance yourself? And I said, yeah. I actually go get massages twice a month, and I go to Asana. And while I'm there, mm-hmm. I may, this thing may be turned off, but my brain's not shut off yet. Exactly. And it gives me time to space. Like, all right, let me get all the clutter out. And that's one thing. So how do you, with your clients... Social media is like one big cluster, I call it. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. There's a million things going on. <laughs> How do you tell your clients, listen, the way you're doing it right now, gently, we can change a little bit differently. We got, how do you, how do you, probably, like, how, what's your style? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I mean, a lot of people come to me because they know they need to improve it. Okay. Like, that's really what sparks the conversation of people either reaching out to me or a lot of my businesses, like I would say, most of my business has been referrals mm. um, where either clients worked with me and they're like, hey, can we give your name to someone else that asked because they've seen their social media and they're like, how do we get ours to look like that? So... It's really been a lot of word of mouth. Um, but yeah, people come to me because I feel like they know that they need to improve it. So then when I step on, you know, I kind of want to know like what are their goals? Like a lot of people come to me, I won't say a lot, but like some, there's kind of this disconnect sometimes where they think, hey, can we bring you on so that our sales will improve? And I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not your salesperson. Um, and fun fact, I just learned this recently that your email marketing actually converts four times more than your social media. So, you know, if people think I am their solution, it's then there's a disconnect right there. So I kind of backtrack and just kind of bring on that we need to have more brand awareness. That's really your what your social media is for, um, because you need to get people engaging, connecting. And once we get them there, then you want to almost convert them to this email. If you have a subscriber list, um, get them to that. And then if obviously you're selling something, then get them to that. So it's a whole step process. But if somebody's landing on your social media page, like you want them to say, okay, what is this all about? Who are they? Like, do we know who they are, mm-hmm. what they sell, what they do? Um, am I interested in people who work there? It's those are the things like if I mean, if your page looks boring, you're going to swipe right past it. Mm -hmm. So it's really I mean, I don't want to say it's easy, but there's not like it's not this like rocket science type of thing. So I do bring that up with people. Um, It is in terms of the photographer you asked. Mm -hmm. I don't have like a package deal or anything. Actually, a lot of the places they've worked with photographers or videographers that they like. So they'll just, you know, connect me with them. If they don't, then I do have, you know, a few photographers that are my favorites that I like to work with. So I'll connect them. Um, I love a photo shoot. So I actually have a few coming up, which I cannot wait for. But um, yeah, and the photo shoots are really important too. And so people, I actually have someone I had a call with yesterday and she was like, I need help with a photo shoot. And I'm like, well, yeah, content creation is something that's really really important to your brand if you're not creating like really cool content then how is someone 
going to connect with it or engage with it. And I even said to a client, I'm like, if you feel like this content isn't exciting you, like how's it going to excite someone else? Mm. Like you've got to ask yourself with every post. I mean, I even do that before I send it to a client. I'm like, is this exciting? Is this something I would like or comment on? Because if the answer is no, then I've got to go back to the drawing board. Mm, I like, I'll see you, yeah. you're dropping jewels and gems and small businesses, <laughs> people out there because it's very important what you're saying. Yeah. And I really, really, it's funny you say that because I, I have a good friend that her and I go back and forth about the, because I, I have about email, social media. Yeah, well, I have email lists up. I have email oh, lists up. interesting. And okay. I have subscriber base and I send out, um, uh, what do they call them every month? Uh, Monthly newsletter. Yeah, newsletter. And I was doing it for a while. And I yeah. stopped. Oh, no. Because what happened? I'm going to say what happened. Yeah. I have 300 plus names on this email on this list. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep you 100. Only 150 people open the thing. So it was frustrating. It's like half. It is, but it's yeah. still frustrating. I, I want... I want 75% above, you know, like, yeah. to me, that's passing grade. Okay. 50% is not passing. 50% is like, yeah. And then, so I stopped doing it. And she's like, you got to keep doing it. Yeah. And like you said, you just we brought that up. Her. And I'm like, that yeah. is so true what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Because what I do is normally a lot of my events, those people know about it before social media does. Because yeah. I want them, that there's a reason why you're a subscriber. Because I'm giving you access to me that you won't get on social media. Like like mm-hmm. you said, social media is a glimpse of time. Exactly. And how many people are really reading? Yeah, you're you're scrolling so fast. I always tell everyone this: you've got about three seconds to get someone's attention. When you're scrolling that feed, I mean, I see stuff that has so much writing on it, and I'm like, do you think I want to stop and read this right now? Mm. Like that's a huge mistake I see businesses make, and I even, you know, sometimes battle with some clients. I'm like, there's too much text on this, but. Like the educational stuff, you're already consuming so much educational stuff in your day with your job, with, you know, watching the news, things like that. Like when you go on Instagram or Facebook, like you want to be entertained. So how are we going to take that educational content and make it more interesting, fun, entertaining? How do we get that message out there? And that's really what my job is, is getting those wheels turning and also pulling that out of the clients. Like this is too educational. (laughs) Like, are you really going to want to read this? I mean, obviously, some educational stuff is good, but you can't have your entire feed be based on that. I love it. I love I love that you're breaking it down. You give a free game, folks. It's free game right now. This <laughs> is free. This is free. This stuff normally costs, but people don't understand. Like, that's how it's, yeah. it's, it's really important that I'm, I'm happy you're on the show. So how yeah. can people, like, I know you're, you're, you're rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're busy because, I mean, just to get – a hold of you and you get this interview. It took a little bit because you are busy. It took a few months. Yeah, you're just setting. Busy. You're just setting. You are. So I, and I like yeah. it. You're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. So people want to get a hold of you. What's the best way of people getting a hold of you? Yeah, good question. Um, you can definitely send me a DM to my Instagram. I do have my email linked, or there's actually a form on my website if you're mm. a business that you can fill out. And just gives me a little background on who you are, what your Instagram is. So at least when we have our conversation, I know a little few um, factual information. And what's your Instagram so they know? My Instagram, it's a Bosque brand, uh, MGMT. I think it's, I'm pretty sure. Is that what it is? Oh my God. I'm blanking. What is my Instagram? (laughs) You're good. Now, are you, are, are you, do you do all social media? Do you do TikToks? Did you do all that stuff too? Yes. Yeah, so I only have been managing one client's TikTok right now. Um, we really, I like to start small. 
when I'm bringing a client on because a lot of times it's like they don't have a process. So I'm like, we need to just get the process down, a consistency down. What a lot of these businesses, it's so interesting. I'm like, we need to be, you know, it's March right now. I'm like, we need to be planning April. Like, get a month ahead because that's how we're going to get some traction. And, you know, you want to have a plan. And so for some businesses, they're like, well, we don't even know what we're doing next week. And I'm like, we need to get ahead of, you know, ahead of the game. You know, it's it, there's a lot of moving parts in businesses. So I feel like a lot of times I'm almost being like a little bit of a consultant, too, in getting them up to speed of this is where we need to be in terms of your marketing. Um, you know, marketing today is a lot of social media. So it's it's really getting that consistency down and then you know adding on the TikTok later down the road or linkedin mm-hmm. and there's so many avenues there's like what pinterest so many things so many things and yeah. I, well i always tell people mm-hmm. pick your poison yeah and what i mean by that is stick with two things that you're good with and go with it because you can't mm-hmm. be great at all of them and you don't have enough time to do all of them there's no way you can tweet you can you can do instagram you can do TikTok. Facebook. So many things. There's so many things. Yeah. That you figure mm-hmm. the two that really hits home. I always tell people Instagram is a glimpse in time. You need something else more than Instagram. You're mm-hmm. going to need something else to get draws people in. And with the newsletters, yes, again, the email marketing. You I, I know. Do it. I know you. You know what? I'm about to hire you. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I'll give you, you my you rates. Time. You don't have time. <laughs> you're you're a busy person. So that's, <laughs> busy's good though. It is good. Yeah, that's I'd good rather thing. be busy. I mean, it's it's like a good problem to have. It's a great problem. Yeah, it's like I'm like, oh my god, I haven't had lunch today. Sometimes until it's it's one of the, hey, it's gonna help with my summer body. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? That's what's about. You are working hard. You're it's paying off. You did yeah. this over. The, and I've told people, this is my quote. Now I always tell people, if you can't figure out during the pandemic, a hustle or a oh, job, yeah. then you'll never have time to do it again. Because that's when the world stopped, and that's when you can like, all right, yeah. let me figure out how to make this happen. Because now you can't. Because mm-hmm. guess what? The world's noisy again. And 100%. you don't have time to do it. And that's why I like mm-hmm. what you said. You were like, I'm sitting at home, trying to figure things out. I'm looking at pages. Let me figure out how I can create something and make it happen. Yeah. Now, kudos to you for doing that. So that's why yeah. I did Yeah, I know? mean, I really just, you know, took my shot. And I feel like that's anything in life. Like, you can't sit back and let someone like no one's going to hand you a job in right. life. I mean, if you're not making your move, it's like with anything like, you know, you have to go after what you really want. And that's kind of like what I did, especially in this business. I was like, I'm going to go after this. You know, this is a company I want to work with. Um, and now it's like they're kind of just like I said, referrals rolling in. But I want to get to that point where I can say, like, these are the people I do want to work with out of the companies coming in. Um, but yeah, it's, it's shoot your shot. I feel like everyone needs that message. That that might be, that might be the quote. That might be the title of this episode. That might be the title of shoot your shot. Yeah. I mean, brand marketing. I like that. It's really with anything. I mean, take your shot with a job, with friends, with a guy or a girl, like, you know, life's too short. So that would, that what piece of advice besides shoot your shot (laughs) would you give somebody out here who's a small business? With social media and just branding, what would you give them? Little with advice. social media, yeah, um, they're they they yeah. they have a business. They're trying to grow it. What would, what would be your advice? Um, gosh, I would say keep it real. Like people want to see the authentic side of your business. Like yes, you know, I do a lot of branding shoots for companies, but I'll be honest, the one of the companies I just worked with recently that um, I mean, I'm still working with them, but 
they took off faster than any other Instagram I've ever managed. And it was honestly one of the greatest lessons I've learned in managing, you know, social media. And we literally put them on the feed so much, just real messages. Um, It wasn't perfect. That was the big message too. Like, who cares if like you have this perfect little picture? Like people want to know your story. And we put that on there. Um, We put real videos on there and people were just loving it. Like Mm. I, I was, I mean, I couldn't, it's like they were growing like 500 followers overnight. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, kudos to you. Thank you for coming Thank on the you. show. Tell us real get a quick again your social yeah. media handle real quick. It's Bosque Brand MGMT. Can they email you at that also to a Gmail or something like that? Or? Um, no, my Gmail is um my last name Bosque. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get how it is, you know, the business wise. Yeah. Um, but thank you for spreading mm-hmm. the joy, the knowledge information about this because that's very important and i think in this yeah. day and age you need to be stick stick out and stick, figure out but before we head out we had we oh, did this, there's, a new, there's a new segment okay. there's a new segment of the show and i want to give a shout out again to sagamore spirits All right so we're going to try i have the honey paloma and what do you have i have the night brunch punch Ooh. Love it. watermelon sour all right Yum. so cheers Cheers. Thank you so much for having me here. Drink responsibly, folks. Okay. That's where drink responsibility. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. I can't wait to um, catch up again and see your your bar cart next time. She she, she gave me an idea, folks. She gave me an idea. (laughs) Peace. Love. Peace. We're out, folks. Have a good one. Never seen so many riches in my life.